Hey everyone, it's the Lollygagging Podcast with Rick and Dave. And now here are your hosts, Rick and Dave. And that's why chickens can't vote on a Tuesday. Oh my, I never knew that, Rick. Thank you. Oh, we're on, we're on. Hi everybody, uh, it's Rick and Dave, uh, Lollygagging Podcast, and uh, welcome back. Uh, if it's your first time, welcome we had a couple questions on our YouTube channels that we're going to try and answer today um, that people ask us. They're, they're sort of related to each other, so we thought we could combine them up today. So, you ready, Dave? I am ready, Rick. Bring it. Okay. So, one of the questions is, do language learners have to be nerds to learn a language, or can anybody do it? And the other one is, what are the characteristics of a successful language learner? Now, uh, the first one is, although both Dave and I are probably nerds... Damn straight. We're probably not the poster boy for language learning. <laughs> so, go on, Dave. What? What? Uh, do you have to be a nerd, or can anybody do it? You're, you're a linguist. You should know this. Oh, well, then that's a common misconception that linguists know many languages. Um, but I will say this. It doesn't hurt to be a nerd. Uh, that has worked for me uh, both personally and professionally. But you do not need to be a nerd to learn a language. Uh, I think I think there is a lot of... of um, popular nerd chic culture that uh, is directed towards polyglottery. But no, but any, anyone can learn. Any, many people have learned languages. Uh, I've seen many articles on uh, online about, hey, look at these 10 movie stars who know uh, multiple languages. And uh, Eddie Izzard is on there, although I think he may be borderline nerd. Uh, Natalie Portman, again, you take it as you will. But no, you need, you need something more, uh, more definite than just being a self-described uh, uh, nerd to learn languages. And that is, drum roll, we'll fill, we'll fill, in, we'll fill in a drum roll there. Yeah, yeah, add that in later. You're the audio guy. I'm the audio guy, yeah. Basically, you need um, uh, confidence. You need focus, and you need uh, a reason to learn. You need you need the drive to, to study languages, or a language. Yeah. yeah, I mean, motivation is probably key. More, more than anything else, I suspect. Um, if you're not motivated or you don't have a really good reason to learn it, why why bother? Because it's going to take you a while. It will. So, it will. And, know, and, and how long will it take, Rick? You know, how long is a piece of string? How, how, how big is a hole? Depends on how nerdy you are um, and uh, <laughs> sort of how, how much you want to work at it. Yes, you do need to be motivated. You also have to kind of not be afraid to fail. And I think a lot of people... Uh, study languages thinking that all they do is absorb and once they realize that oh I have to try and think in this language and put sentences together uh, oh this is hard and then it, they kind of lose lose the the joy of that and I think that a lot of what you need is you do need motivation and perseverance but you also need to be willing to learn and a lot of times you have to make mistakes I think that that sort of folds into the second question, like what are the successful characteristics? You you must be motivated to learn, because otherwise, why would you why would you bother to spend that amount of time? And then, and I think the other the other primary characteristic is not being a perfectionist, because a perfectionism is an absolute no no in language learning, because you're it's it's just an unrealistic expectation, and you will find yourself demoralized and demotivated and and just miserable if you think that if you're going to produce perfect 
language X every time or, or that you should understand 100% of everything a native says. I mean, if you think about English as an example, there's something like, well, I reckon well over half a million words in English, you know, maybe three quarters of a million words in English. And even native English speakers don't know them all. So, you know, you're not going to know all of them in the, in, in, the, in the second language. So you're not going to be perfect. It's not going to happen. So just throw that expectation away the day you start. You're not going to be perfect. It's not going to happen. Don't let it hold you back. Good. I, I, I agree. I agree. And, and that, that is what originally held me back many times. And I, I finally found... Actually, one of the... One of the uh, Things that that helped inspire me to not be perfect was the uh, last year there was the language learners forum perhaps you've heard of it and uh, there, was, there was a challenge and it got me reading more it got me got me reading some books which was great because I would always hold off until I knew the vocabulary I would read a book I would read the first page and if I didn't understand certain words I would write them all down I would look them up in the dictionary and it gave me a lot of vocabulary but it kept me from um, just reading through the book and just picking out bits and pieces. And after after I signed up for the challenge, and I'll be doing that again this year as well uh, because I, I didn't complete it, but it got me uh, reading it. So I'll be, I'll be signing up and reading more books because you just go through and you, you pick out what you can understand. You, know, you don't have to know the entire language, but I, I found that that method got me understanding more and kind of reading through and um, just, just moving forward. But that's another characteristic as well. If you're going to be a successful language or more a successful language user rather than a learner, is to don't concentrate on what you don't know. Concentrate on what you do know. So when you're having a conversation with somebody in uh, another language, and um, you know you only understand sort of every tenth word, you can probably understand what they're saying because you understood the other nine. So so don't fret so much about the the ones you don't know. Um, and if it absolutely is required to understand it in the context, then one of the first phrases you should learn in the target language is, what does blah mean? That word you didn't understand of the, of the 10, you know, uh, get them to try and explain it to you. So, it, you know, but, but the thing is concentrate on the word, word you know, not what you don't know. There's no point in, in worrying about the things you don't know because there's just going to be too many of them. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, so I, I, I've, I've been working on getting over my, uh, my uh, perfectionism. And uh, I've also been – I found that um, one, of the, one of the things that uh, helps me best when, when starting to learn a language is to uh, focus on things that I'll need. Like you said, you know, like, how do you say this or what does this mean? Um, I, and there are a lot of language courses that start you out with uh, some uh, kind of obscure vocabulary or some odd settings. I think there was a, um, I, I, I won't say the name, but I will say that they focus on colloquial Kazakh. And I think the first chapter talks about uh, a, a, an interaction between a secretary and an engineer. And I found that that was completely useless for... Um, what I wanted to learn. So I kind of had to go around and pick out the vocabulary I did want and, and kind of ignore um, the stuff that I knew I wasn't going to use in the, in the immediate future. So I think it takes a little detective work. I think you have to kind of be creative uh, when given certain yeah. methods, especially when you have... If you're, if you're, if you're, uh, if we go back to the first question, if you are a nerd, mm -hmm. you know... Guilty, then, guilty then as charged. Bone up on the um, vocabulary you're going to need at your Star Trek convention. Um... <laughs> Too soon. 
and if you're if you're a non-nerd, you know, bone up on on what you need to to do your acting contract or whatever it is that non-nerd people do. I don't know. I'm not I, I, yeah, no idea who these people are. <laughs> Apparently, they exist. That's what I've read. That's what I've read. So, so what? What are the characteristics? Mm-hmm. So, so what are what are your character? What are your best characteristics that make you a language learner? What 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 do you bring to the table more than anything else about you? A pro is that I'm I'm not a perfectionist. I don't mind failing, and I just think that failure is just feedback. Uh, um, you know, so it's not a big deal. Um, and I'm quite laid back about it. I'm quite relaxed. I'm in no hurry to learn the language. I haven't put, imposed a time limit on myself. I've not said, oh, I'm going to take this test by this time. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to move to the country in April. So I have to know everything. I'm not, I don't have those sorts of pressures. So for me, I'm, I can be a bit more relaxed about, um, my time on task and how much, what I do want to learn. So that is also the sort of negative bit, which is because I don't particularly want to spend time reading a grammar book. I don't. Uh, I spend more time watching TV shows or reading books than I, I would, than I should. I mean, I should spend a bit more time with grammar and, you know, trying to learn how the languages sort of fit together. Um, but I'm not, I'm not particularly a puzzle person. I don't, I don't like puzzles. So, um, so I don't, I'm not, I'm not keen on trying to figure out grammar because it's just like a puzzle and I don't do that, that sort of thing. Um, I figure eventually I'll get there. So I'm, I am the sort of tortoise. Eventually I'll get there. I'll just keep plugging away at it. I don't have to be perfect and I will get there eventually. So that's probably a pro. Um, but there's a lot of cons with that as well because it takes me longer than it does other people. I'm not quite as au fait with grammar and things as other people are. Um, but, you know, how about you, Dave? What's your sort of pro and con list as far as language learning good? Um, I like candy and um, and watching TV. And um, uh, did, did I mention I like candy? Yeah, I know her. Oh, <laughs> she, yeah, she, 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 she's my language tutor. No, I, um, well, I, I am a puzzle person. I, I do like kind of piecing things together. Um, I like, I like grammar, and I know, I know some people just want to speak. They just want to, you know, to, um, listen and repeat and say, say things right away. But I, I have to say, grammar for me is kind of like a cookbook. I'm not, I'm not a, a really good cook. I can't just throw things together. I mean, I can kind of try, and I'll fail a little bit here and there, but. If I, if I have a cookbook, I can you know put the ingredients together in a uh, more palatable way, and and so with, with grammar, um, I like finding out why the verb goes where it should, or uh, which ending an adjective might get for any given noun. So so I, I I do appreciate grammar, and it does make sense to me, especially especially since I've you know I've studied German and Spanish and Hungarian, so I kind of get uh, the more convoluted. Topics like cases and agglutinative style of, of adding to languages and things like that. So, um, I hate you. I hate you so much. Uh, so, so that's my thing. But of course, I'm also I'm also a linguist in training. So that uh, that stuff does appeal to me. Um, 
I'm bad at listening. I, I, I need to get better at it. Uh, I'm much better at reading and seeing things on the screen than hearing them, and that's something I need to work on. So I need to be less perfectiony about that. I also like using a lot of resources. Just uh, I, I collect books. I'm kind of a, a, a language pack rat. So at any given time, I'll have you know three or four different books on any language. And that's actually helpful because if you just do one course and you don't like it, you might tend to give up. But if I have one method and I read a chapter and something doesn't make sense, I can go to a different resource and say, okay, well, how are, how are they presenting it? Are they showing the same examples or are they describing it differently or are they bypassing it entirely for the first or second chapter? So, uh, again, that kind of falls into being a detective and finding ways around uh, roadblocks. So... And it goes back to our last episode about it does take work. It does take a little bit of uh, effort and um, and your own creative detective work to try and figure out how do you make this language work for you? Because no one method will work for everyone. I love Pimsleur. Other people hate it. Some people love Michelle Thomas. I uh, my, my limited experience has left me kind of wanting you know, wanting something different, but although I, I hear that the Michelle Thomas methods are uh, a lot better now than they were when uh, when Michelle was doing them. Well, I, I, just to interrupt you there, one of the characteristics I think we can take from this generally on a general term, from what you've said and what I've experienced and the people I've talked to, is that m- most successful language learners do not limit themselves to a single resource. I mean, they they generally tend to have more than one resource. And for me, like when I'm listening to a film or watching a TV show, the words tend to reinforce something that I've just read recently Mm -hmm. or I've studied. So it's a great reinforcement. If you're only using one resource, you don't get the reinforcement from the others. Exactly. So, so I think, you know, one, one good characteristic that everybody should think about is having multiple resources, you know, not necessarily every course under the sun, but like while you're doing a course, listen to an audio because Mm -hmm. you'll probably hear some of the words, you know, or some of the grammar descriptions, you'll encounter them, like in the wild, as it were. Um, so lots of things reinforce themselves. It's always good to have multiple resources. So I think that's probably the other characteristic. Um, so what, what were the three that we came up with so far? It was not be a perfectionist, mm-hmm. uh, have multiple resources, mm-hmm. um, be, be be creative. You've got you got to you've got to actually put work into it. You can't just be a passive learner. You have to kind of seek out what you want. That, that's that's my big one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you definitely have to go out and, and look around for opportunities to use the language as well. Um, and if you don't, if you can't find it where you are, because I mean, if you're, I don't know, if you're in the middle of sort of China and you and you're learning. Said Swana, you might struggle to find somebody at your local shop who speaks Setswana. Um, but you might. You never know. You have to look around. But you're much better off now with the internet um, finding people that can help you. Um, there's lots of uh, language exchange sites, pen pal sites, uh, forums and things where you can encounter people and, and actually learn and talk and, um, and actually use the language. More, more so than you would have, you know, 50 years ago, you would have been really restricted on finding somebody to actually speak with and to practice with. But nowadays, you know, the world is your oyster, really. Well, and 50 years ago, I wasn't even born, so that would have made it even harder for me to find resources. Well, I was, but I was, I was struggling with English at the time. Yeah, it sounds like you still are. Um, hey, buddy, hey, how are you? <laughs> uh, you're lucky. This is the video I cut that video. <laughs> Thank goodness. So, actually, well, hey, speaking of Setswana, why don't we uh, why don't we kind of mention uh, uh, 
what we're doing with Setswana. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Uh, it's uh, as far as well. I don't know how it really fits into our scope of our questions here, but uh, one of the things Dave and I and a few other people uh, that we met at the Polyglot Gathering are doing is that we've basically decided we're going to learn Setswana, which is a. Well, it's not a minority language. It's one of the. It's the second language of the country of Botswana in. Um, Africa, which is just north of South Africa, if, in, if, you, if your geography lesson today. Um, uh, but Setswana is spoken between four and six million people, they reckon. Uh, it's a it's a Bantu language, so it has this sort of clicks and tones and all sorts of good stuff. So it's a really, really interesting language. And one of the things that we're doing with it is we're trying to do a group learning. So I suppose another characteristic you could take away from that as a successful language learner is is it isn't just about you learning. It's actually getting a support network around you. Um, so successful language learners have people that support them, help them, you know, not necessarily directly with the language, but, you know, you know, my family support me. They, they give me time away to, to speak to people for an hour um, during language exchanges and things like that. So for that's one, you know, we have a group meeting every two weeks because we can't find a native speaker we try and present sort of corrections and tips and news and and all that sort of stuff so i think another good characteristic would be finding somebody to help you and support you and if you can find pen pals and uh you know just other people who want to learn the same language then you you'll have a much easier time if it's a group activity I agree. I agree, and I, I'm looking forward to. I'm just getting started with uh, Setswana, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, kind of comparing notes as we go along. And you know, and Setswana is not a uh, it's not a language with um, tons of easily acquired resources. I mean, you, you do have to find things online. Um, my local bookstore does not have really anything in Setswana. Um, if, if if anything, it, it'll be you'll find it in an African phrase book. You know. Uh, with a collection of other languages, so it won't be very thorough. And it won't be 30 days. Nope. <laughs> or 60, 90. Nope. Bare, barely, yeah. Yeah, th- 30 years like maybe. <laughs> so, but anyway, so I, I, wanted, I wanted you to mention that just because um, that is a language that we are working on together with some other people, and we do have to be creative about it. It will not be the easiest language to learn, regardless of, of what you think the easiest language is. Yes, there, there isn't a lot of resources, and so you do have to be creative to find what you need. It's not one of those, it's not a, a fig language, a French, Italian, German, Spanish, you know, it's not going to be spoon-fed to you. So if you want to learn a language like that, it's going to be even more difficult for you. So you need to, to, to have more of these characteristics, you know, you need to be ready to fail, you need to be able to be creative and find what you need, you, you need to be happy with... with substandard um material you know the perfectionist thing won't work you know you you just can't get hold of that stuff and uh yeah you just need to use whatever opportunity you can now we're not saying we're going to be fluent quote (laughs) within x amount of time um, but we're having you know it's fun and we're gonna we're gonna have a go and with any luck we'll convince um someone to pay for us to go to Botswana. (laughs) all right fingers crossed on that one so if you're listening and you want to sponsor us to go to Botswana. All right, there we go. We'll, 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 all right. Let's see. Oh, the phones are ringing. The phone. No, they're not. They're not ringing. No one's calling us. <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, I can't. I was trying to remember the list that we gave, but uh, I'm sure Dave will list them in the show notes, um, what we believe are the successful characteristics. You definitely don't have to be a nerd. 
but if you are a computer nerd, it might help you to get resources and find things and make uh, you know your own pronunciation guides and and stuff using you know all the new latest WYSI technology and MP3s and all that. So it is helpful to be a nerd, but you don't have to. And if you know some, they'll probably help you. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Well, I am not a computer nerd, so I've I've uh, been exposed to things I still don't understand, like uh, Anki cards and SRS and uh, ripping DVDs and um, hacking NASA and things like that. So I'm 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 still doing it old school. I'm not NASA, NSA. Why do you keep saying NASA? NSA. <laughs> they're they're listening to us right now. Oh, they listen to everybody. Hi guys. Hi. Give them something to do. <laughs> so excellent well i think we should wrap up uh but uh that was a great talking to you rick uh is some great insights on everything and uh it's fun this actually helps me kind of uh think about things as i talk about them so um this has been great i'm gonna go study some languages now and um any- okay, cool. i think next week we're gonna try and just to quickly cover off uh hopefully pronunciation and some of the other questions that we've had so if anybody has any questions that they want to send to us you can send to us on the youtube channel or on the podcast page, um, or just email Dave at the prison where he'll be residing after the NSA get this video. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see them outside. They're coming for me now. Oh, gotta go. So talk to everyone soon. All right. Ciao, everybody. See you, bye. All right. Happy language learning. Ah, they're breaking down the door. You've just subjected yourself to the Lollygagging Podcast with Rick Dearman and Dave Prine. If you enjoyed any or all or none of this podcast, please show some love. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a comment. Share with a friend. Send us a nasty email. Download the podcast for later. Tell people you dated us in high school and regret breaking up with us. Don't sue us. And if nothing else, enjoy learning languages. I don't like puzzles.